With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees. And you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right. Welcome back to the boys of 161st Street. This isn't your regular, everyday, regularly scheduled programming. This is the start of the long-awaited annual roll call episodes where we do individual episodes on every player on the Yankees and also the new players on the Yankees. This one's going to start off with none other than newly minted Yankee, Corey Kluber. Going to deep dive into everything about the guy. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, 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 okay. So we had the emergency episode about the DJ news. Shortly after that, more we, breaking news. Well, we all assumed it was going to happen. We already predicted this, but now pen to paper. Corey Kluber's a Yankee. So breaking news again. What else should we do to start <laughs> roll call episodes than use the most exciting player that we? I mean, because all the other players have been on the Yankees before, and we've done these before for them. So. We thought it would be a good two-for-one because we were talking about the transaction like we would on a regular podcast, but we're also kicking off the roll calls with a bang. So before we get going on that, how are we doing? Fucking great. Got Kluber. Big signing. Solidifying the rotation. I mean, can't get any better than that. Cashman literally just did everything in one day. It was crazy. Yeah, Murph, Murph said it best. Murph is not here with us today. Today you got Luke, Chandler, and I was going to say it, but I didn't want, want to t- say something without his credit, so thank you for bringing Murph. What? I was going to bring up what Murph said, but I didn't want to take credit for what he said. Yeah, Murph said it best. He said uh, Cashman put off his final paper until the last, very last second and got an A-plus. And it's actually ridiculous because it seemed like he was trying to add more to the A-plus. He was going for extra credit with this the, the Luis Castillo rumors and all that yeah. stuff, which, you know, it, you know, it's actually really funny because the guy who had the news, like the, the Dominican reporter or something. He actually follows us. It's, it's really funny because <laughs> my friend sent it to us and he was like, yo, check out this report. Like apparently it's a done deal from the Yankees side. He said that was his cop out, but he said it's a done deal, this and that. So I go to check the reporter and it said follows you. And I was like, what? Why do you follow? We didn't follow him. So we scummed him a little bit. But anyway, that ended up not being the case. Jeff Passan dropped the bomb and from the top rope, he just said, stop listening to people who consistently get it wrong. But yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean it's it's off the table. It means it wasn't set in stone then yet. Well, it's a little off the table. We can get into a different episode. But Either way, yeah. yeah. Chandler, how are you doing? Leave it. Uh, I'm good. Hanging out. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys last week. Still riding high. I went to a Yankee wedding. That was nice. What does that mean? Uh, somebody on the Yankees wedding. My boy Brandon Lockridge. I think he's like the 24th best prospect in our... Uh, pipeline or something like that 24 26 but great time congratulations to him and uh courtney 
when you said <laughs> when you said Yankee wedding, I did not think that's what you meant. I thought you I, meant it was just like a, a wedding. Yeah, no, they were just Yankee wearing jerseys themed, and there was pinstripes and everybody was wearing jerseys or at least Yankees ties or something. I don't know. You could have given me like meant. eleven different guesses. No. I would never have gotten that. But then when you said a Yankee <laughs> player wedding, I was like, what? Did, I, what are we in for right now? I don't know what oh, you're yeah. going to tell us. No, I, I know people. Brandon right. Lockridge, look him up. Let's get the Clover Corey Kluber. Yeah, so the Yankees over the weekend, but to start the weekend, what a great Friday that was to get Corey Kluber on the Yankees, along with DJ Beck and some international player who I'm not really sure about. But Corey Kluber is a Yankee, and a lot of people are excited about this move. I'm, I'm excited really, about this move. We've been talking about it for a long oh, I'm time. I'm juiced. I'm so juiced up about this move. But as a little bit of a, a word to the wire, or a little bit of a cautionary tale, a lot of people are just thinking... Okay, World Series, absolutely, like, no doubt about it. Because a lot of people, I've seen some dumb things on Twitter that were like, you know, if we get, like, 2017 Corey Kluber, I'll be, like, really happy. Like, yeah, no, no fucking shit. shit. He won the Cy Young that year. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, if I got 2017 Corey Kluber, I'll be. And I think it was phrased, like, not, I would be super happy. It was like, I'd be, I'd be happy with that. Like, really? <laughs> like, like, I'll settle, yeah, I'll settle for that. I'll settle for 2017 Cy Young Corey Kluber, dominant Corey Kluber. Yeah, that's like the <laughs> that's the unreachable bar in my opinion. They, I, I don't think that's ever going to happen, and that's just ridiculous to say. But I'm super stoked about the guy. I mean, again, we've been talking about it for a long, long time, and I think he really fits the rotation. Uh, he, he fits the need that we have right now. I'm not going to say fits the rotation well because we have a very high-risk, high-reward rotation right now. And What do you mean by that? Like, Corey Kluber is kind of like, could be really good, could be really bad, could be somewhere in the middle. We kind of have no idea what to expect out of him. We really, we hope he can be, you know, have a, you know, 350 ERA and win a couple ball games. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Um, but we really have no idea. He hasn't pitched really a full season since 2018. He had, he pitched, what, he pitched five games, sorry, seven games in 2019 and 2020 had completely off. Yeah, so when you look back at the stats, I, I do agree. We don't you don't really know what that's you're only, gonna get. That's only one guy. Then we have like Montgomery, we have Debbie, we have Schmidt, we have yeah. Sevy. Like there's just there's a bunch of toss ups that could be very, very high I mean, risk. The only high sure reward. thing is Cole. So. Yeah, the only sure thing is Cole right now, and everyone else is kind of like they could have great seasons, they could have shit the bed, they could prove themselves, they could prove themselves, they could not. So it's gonna be really exciting to watch and I hope it all turns out to be to be good, but I just think it's very, very like we have no idea how it's going to end. Yeah, you know, and when you look when you look at the numbers, and we've obviously talked about this a ton because we wanted this to happen from the beginning of the offseason. I wanted Corey Kluber. I wanted Corey Kluber. I wanted Darren O'Day, and I wanted DJ LeMayu back. And so far... Two out of three. It's happening. And I think Darren O'Day, like I said, I'll keep <laughs> saying it. I think, I mean, they, we don't have much money left if we don't want to go over the, the salary, the, uh, the, 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 the luxury, luxury tax. tax. That's the word. Jinx. And... <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's that's the move to make. But this is about Corey Kluber. When you look at his numbers last two years, like you said, Damon, uh, age 33 season, 2019, uh, he did not pitch much. He was 2-3. and three. He had seven games started. He had a 5-8 ERA, which doesn't really throw that away because it's only seven starts. So over the last two years, he's had eight starts. So that's not great. But the year before that, in 2018, he had exactly. the most innings pitched ever. Uh, sorry, not ever, but in that season, he led the league in innings pitched. Which means it's a workhorse. And he was a Cy Young three. Came in third in Cy Young. And, the year, and obviously the year before that, he I mean, he was a Cy... I mean, just when you look at the, the, the years 2014 to 2018, we're looking at one of the most dominant pitchers in all of baseball in 
in the last couple decades mm-hmm. because dominant well, and durable he pitched yeah. over 200 innings in every one of those years exactly yeah, something we desperately need exactly so and when Good you point. look when you look at players on the yankees they're not necessarily the most durable and it's it's nice it's a breath of fresh air to see that he is durable especially since he's coming off of these injuries because it's like okay that's not really what he is he's not a necessarily a uh a injury prone pitcher for his career he's yeah. just coming off injury there's a big difference between those two things so that's what gives me a little bit more hope that he isn't going to fa- fall into injuries but yeah. more more on this when you look at i mean i play around with baseball reference all the time i always look at players and it's just fun to see what, what like hall of fame players look like when like what they did in their careers how often they made the all-star teams like all these things and then you compare them to current players and see like okay where do they stack up and that's when we talk about glaber on on his roll call episodes and i said to andrew last time i was like is it that outlandish to say that he's on a hall of fame pace and we're like no because he's 21 he made an all-star team every single year granted i'm not saying he's gonna make it all the hall of fame right now but Mm -hmm. it's just cool to compare the two and looking back at Corey kluber i mean from 2014 to 2018 cy young won in 2014 mvp 11 cy young 9 cy young 3 cy young 1 cy young 3 like those are some of the most consistently dominant five years i've ever seen on baseball reference i mean correct if, if you're listening right now and you have a more dominant one i'm not saying he's the most dominant one but that's pretty damn good and that's a pretty damn good pitcher he's just got the pedigree and that's yeah. and if you're coming off two years where you're you really haven't pitched and it's, like it's not like he pitched and he pitched bad he just didn't pitch like he's it's not like he was alive for those seasons and he just wasn't good he didn't lose his his talent he, he was just hurt so mm-hmm. i think like we said and the reason why we wanted this is because it is such a low risk high reward situation especially because it's a one-year deal and we were even talking before this contract was set in stone when we were just debating whether we should get him what we should give him all that stuff we were thinking he was going to want more than one year deal and this kind of just fell in our lap as like oh he wants a one year prove it deal like oh great it, was, it just oh, it was perfect, perfect. it was <laughs> like, actually perfect oh grand like you so, want a oh, one year deal you want a one year deal so do that's we that's what we wanted yeah. to give you so here you go we'll give you a one year deal it actually and, took less to be uh with the yankees than anybody else it took less i mean it was, that was a more expensive yeah. deal than we thought it would be it was 11 no, right? he was he was offered two or three contracts bigger than what we gave him more than 11 yep <clears throat> Not know that. That that was one thing that did shock us, the amount that we gave him. But you know, I'm not am I upset by it? No, because he's Corey get damn Kluber. When you look at these stats, it's just like Yeah, this is a guy that was up there with Justin Verlander every single year, you know. See the way I see it four or five years. Yeah. The way I see it is he is getting paid eleven. Now that could be there's a very very few alternate scenarios where that is not worth the money. Just even to see if it's if he can it just it's like almost like a like eleven million dollars, like okay, it's like a gamble, but like it's it's like a, it's a very high ri- low risk gamble. It's like oh, well, it's like a mm-hmm. we'll give eleven it's million like dollars just to, just to wait and see. Like okay, let's see let's see if this pans out, sort of thing. If it doesn't, whatever we tried, but like the idea was there. But also, he, you'll he never look stupid to, with this contract. Yeah, so exactly. Because like again, he's coming off of dominant four years and then got an injury and then wants to come out and prove himself. Which is his exact words. I want to come out and prove myself, which is why I want to take a one-year deal. Like, that fires me the hell up. Like, yeah. I want a guy who wants to come out there and prove himself and not just pitch to pitch for money. And that's exactly what we need. I keep saying it time and time again, but that's it's, it's just perfect. It's a perfect fit for our rotation right now. 
Yeah, and when and when I was comparing what we like, the reason why I was so high on this is when you look at obviously this is like best case scenario. Best case scenario is that Corey Kluber is a 2017 pitcher or shell of that. Any a shell of that is still fine, but I'm looking at this as absolute best case scenario and why Cashman and they wanted to go all in on this and make it make sure it happened as soon as they got like the the necessary like checkpoints make sure he's actually healthy when they all went to the scouting session to see him pitch and he threw 88 to 90 if i'm not mistaken he looked Mm -hmm. good and he would be on pace for his regular uh, miles per hour which is like 93 or so yeah by spring training so yeah so my 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 point is i think the best 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 now do i think this is gonna happen but no but it could It, it starts to smell like a verlander revival situation as the absolute best case scenario like yeah. I said again, I'm not saying this is like, oh my god, he's going to be a Verlander thing, <laughs> but it can. He so can, and I don't think that's that crazy. Um, the more likely scenario, I think, I think he's more of like a what Charlie Morton has been in the last year, year and a half. So I'm not saying the year in 2019 because he was Cy Young 3, but I think over the course of the last two years, you push them together, I think that's around what you're going to get out of Corey Kluber and I think yeah. their games are very similar when you look at their the like this the stat cast things and all of the the analytics like they they pitch very similar they throw very similar pitches their styles are similar they throw the same velocity on their fastball around 93 mid 90s um they're not really like wild they're very like accurate pitchers they pinpoint it they hit the corners they do they're very Savvy veterans. He's 34. Morton's up there, like like 38, I think he is, or mm-hmm. something like that. People thought he was gonna retire, but like guys like that, they've been around the block. I think that's a very good comp as to what I think we can get out of him. A guy towards you know the back end of his career, but I think he's got a lot of like ve- savvy veteran presence he's around got the some locker room. Left. He's got he's got a little bit left. He's got a lot to prove. Like you said, he wants the one year deal, and it, that is just so huge to have a, a really strong. This is what I think he's gonna be. A really, really strong middle of the rotation to upper echelon of the middle of the rotation, depending on how he does. He could be the two, but if he's the three in this rotation, that's perfectly fine by me. When Sevy comes back, there's a lot of moving parts, but I think he's a very, very strong middle of the rotation guy with a lot of experience. He can pitch in the big games, maybe not against us. We shelled him in 2017 when Didi took him yard, but. He is a very twice, twice yeah. <laughs> but he's a very good. Luckily, he pitches. For the Yankees, not against them now, and Didi's not not in the picture. But I think he's just pays more dividends than his own pitching ability when he's on the mound once every five days. And we've said that about Garrett Cole a ton mm-hmm. because, with, like, what what else does he bring to the table? So Garrett Cole and and Corey Kluber as the veteran pitchers in the uh, rotation right now, teaching Devi Garcia, Clark Schmidt, and these young guys like. That's what you. That's what you want. That's like passing the torch. Like, hey, let's go win this thing this year, and then pass the torch to you guys. Well, not forget our Colts guys because he's gonna be here forever. But you know what I mean. These they're they're great people to have around the locker room to kind of teach these young players how to fucking go out there and, and win and play. What excites me about him is just I feel like his worst case scenario, assuming he stays healthy, is still good. Like we we're talking about base, best case scenario, realistic, but I feel like even worse, like. If worse comes to worse, I think he's still going to be hovering around a four ERA. The guy didn't break into the big leagues till he was twenty-seven or so. He broke in a little younger, but didn't really stick till twenty-seven. That shows me he's mentally tough. 
He's been around a while from there. You know, he knows how to pitch. He wasn't just dominating stuff. He's not CC Sabathia at like 23, just coming in with stuff nobody's ever seen. I mean, the man knows how to pitch. I feel like even if he's bad, he's not going to be bad enough to where like, oh, what the fuck? Why did we give this guy 11 million? We're going to be like, well, he kind of sucked, but he ate some innings for us and he gave us a chance. Yeah. I mean, like looking at his stats over the years, man, he, his worst season so far, his worst complete season so far, complete meaning he pitched a whole season, didn't get injured, and didn't go halfway. His ERA was a 385. Worst season ever in his career so far as a full season. If we can get a full season 385, I'm not upset. That was his first full season in the big leagues, too. Exactly. And that was his first full season. Everything else after that has been better up until he got injured in, in 2019, 2020. Yeah, if you throw away that 580, right, because he had seven starts, like 35 innings pitched, just throw that away. Everything yeah. else is just absolutely ridiculous stuff. Like, And there's nothing, like you said, everything else after that is in the low threes and or low twos and mid twos. Like, it's just insane. He's, yeah. a, he's a generational talent that you can get on a discount because of the situation. And I don't see, like I said, even if he does suck, this isn't a miss in any way. because. No. It, it was worth the chance, and, and and you don't just see that based on like what the Yankees did. Everybody showed up to that <laughs> that pitching session. There was they said thirty teams there. All thirty teams were there. It's no secret that he was a highly sought after player, and everybody saw the value in him. It's just the, he wants to play for the Yankees. There was a mutual understanding that like you could very much help this team win a World Series. I'm not saying he tips. He's like the the. He doesn't, that, he doesn't tip the hand, but he sure as hell helps. He he certainly can though. Like, he can. He, a lot of people are like saying yeah. like a, a bunch of people opposing fan pages and stuff like that. Their, their mentality is like, oh, the Yankees when they get Corey Kluber, like, oh my God, we're winning the World Series. Like that may not be the case alone, yeah. but it's it actually can be. He just because there's so much uncertainty. Step towards that. Yeah, there's just so much uncertainty, and like that's why we can't be definitive and say yes it's gonna help us out like it's not like a garrett cole is coming off the best season ever and saying you sign him and that's the that's the, the key we need to win the world series yeah but no, i mean but... two episodes two or three episodes ago we were talking about we need we don't need another garrett cole as great as it would be the trevor bauer whatever we need a couple two or three guys this is one of those go out get one more like that and then that might be true that we are closer you know knocking on the world series door it was it was the risk we needed to take exactly and and my last point that i wanted to make about this that makes me excited about this and so happy about getting a guy like this in the rotation is that when you fast forward to october who would you rather have on the bump would you rather have garrett cole Corey kluber luis severino or would you rather have not Corey kluber like Corey <laughs> kluber Corey kluber to me is like a very like you're going into game three or game two or game five or whatever it may be, just having that extra guy, like that that pedigree guy, like the guy who you, who could be a stopper, like has the the just the name and it's Corey Kluber. Like you, he's have, a guy kind of like Cece towards the end of his career, where you know he gets thrown into a must-win game and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, like if if Debbie not, comes in, yeah. as much as I love the guy, you're still like, uh, you know. But I mean, you're like, okay, well, if nothing else, this guy's got fucking years of doing it i trust him yeah like look at charlie morton recently charlie morton was borderline <laughs> yeah. the mvp of the Rays in this yeah. play, in this playoff run and last year he almost won a cy young it's just like guys that know how to pitch and who have been through the ringer in pl- high leverage playoff scenarios i'll take that 10, 10 times out of 10 even if their talent level is starting to dip at the back end of their career over a guy like debbie garcia who's Ooh. never been there yet and who has a higher ceiling in terms of talent and going forward 
but hasn't been there, I, I have much more, much greater peace of mind with a guy like Corey Kluber in there, no doubt. But we also don't even know if he's if he's on the decline. We have no idea. No, we don't. I'm just saying. Which is crazy. Even if he is, I still I still like the idea. I I, I feel safe knowing that I go into a game and Corey Kluber's on the bum because I think he even if he if he gets into trouble, I know he has the veteran savviness to just figure it out. Yeah. 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 No moment's exactly. too big for him. Exactly. Except mm-hmm. when Didi's in the bump, but he's <laughs> not on the team. Luckily, right now. we don't need to so. deal with that. Anyway, that is all I have about Corey Kluber, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about. I'm just pumped. I'm really pumped to see him pitch. I'm I am feeling good about it, but I think, he, I think he's going to be a good addition. I great addition. A great addition great to the team. So, like we say every time, you're already on the app. Market Aid. Give us a five-star rating. <laughs> Give us a five-star rating review on iTunes. If you want to write something like we said, we would love to read them aloud on the next podcast, but they help us out a ton. Uh, make sure you follow us all on Instagram if you want to follow any of us that's uh, in the podcast description below. Yeah, a lot of the episodes, these episodes are going to start coming out a lot more frequently than the regular Tuesday releases. Now that we so know we have an actual team. The schedule going forward. So spring training is about a month away, is it? Give or take, yeah. So the way we're going to schedule these are every other day, I think we decided. Mm-hmm. Every other day we're going to release another 15-minute episode of every player on the Yankees. If it's not every other day, maybe every third day, we haven't actually decided yet. We're gonna map it out so that it leads up to the start of the season. So you get a preview of every player on the team. Also gonna regularly schedule the Tuesday episodes as well. And when the season starts, you get a Tuesday and a Friday release. And that is the schedule going forward. A lot of exciting things so we got planned for this season. Like always, go Yanks. Go Yanks. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why i'm excited that unified healing is sponsoring podcasts on the blue wire network 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.